0: All right, she slays listener. This is your host Dr. Lauren Brunswick, and surprise, we have a uh surprise mini episode tonight, today, wherever you, whenever you're listening to this. I don't know what you're doing with yourself right now. Um but I know you're excited because you got a free mini. Um because we don't we haven't done these in a long time. I think it's been like since March when Kirby and I did a like why we are implementing a Sabbath in our life. It seemed like a 911 situation for a mini episode. Um, So tonight, today, I am so excited. I am interviewing Dr. Elise Rigney. Hello.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. So, Dr. Elise is the owner of Impact Chiropractic in Fort Collins, Colorado, and the founder of Cairo Intensive, which is a 90 day business mentorship and mastermind for high level chiropractors looking to grow and scale their practice and achieve the lifestyle they desire. And we are here because we kind of started just having an organic conversation via the gram where all things important things happen. Totally. Uh, <laughs> and we were just kind of catching up and like, you know, this year's been intense for mm-hmm. you. It's yeah, been, absolutely. 2020 has dealt you a shit hand with the rest of us.
1: I mean, yeah, I would I keep trying not to like and like think about that everyone's like oh 2020 just wait till 2021 but i'm like okay god like <laughs> i'm good i'm good <laughs> what
0: <if> 2021's worse <laughs> <laughs> somebody posted a new year's photo today from like 2019 and it was so cute and they were just so helpful. And I just posted, like, remember when you were cheersing 2020 and thinking, 2019 sucked. <laughs> like, right? Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> so yeah. well, we were just talking and we were talking, um, you know, Dr. Elise and I know each other through, we've kind of danced in the same circles for a long time. We're very yeah. similar yeah. at yeah. where we're at in I practice. Feel like. Yeah. yeah. We're as similar where we're at in practice and life, um, and you know, looking to grow the business always, but like not at the sake of our families. Right. And so when you're looking at 2021, you know, because as we're going Q4 here, um, and I mean, knock on what, I think that things are gonna start wrapping their shit up in 2020. I'm just I'm gonna throw that out there. Just hail Mary, it's gonna happen. Like people. right
1: <laughs> <laughs> fingers yeah. crossed
0: so we just started talking about like you know what are you doing to plan and prep and what does it look like for you and we just started having this conversation and I was like hold up we should have this recorded because now every meaningful conversation I have in life needs to be recorded. Um, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. So before we jump in, um, for listeners who don't have much experience with you or know who you are, Dr. Elise, can you give us like the 411? Who
1: are you? How'd you get here in practice? What's your story? Sure, absolutely. So, um, well, I will just start. Graduated in Northwestern. In oh 20, yeah, yeah, in <laughs> November 2011. I really think we've just like been in the same places, but not at the same time. So 2011. Yeah, November 2011. Oh god, I was before
0: you. Now I mm-hmm. feel bad. I thought you were before me.
1: No, I no. I'm apparently not. I was so I was a CA before going to chiropractic school. Now I feel in old. Minneapolis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep going. You graduated. Well, but anyway, so um yeah, graduated and then I did like a super short stint in, as an associate at a very high volume clinic down in Texas. When I was there we saw 2600 patient visits a week. So it was like I saw literally the biggest I think a practice could be if we're talking volume. And then oh. my husband and I packed up drove up to Fort Collins, Colorado, where we knew no one because we're both originally from Minnesota and we opened up the practice together. He is not a chiropractor. Um, so he opened up as my CA and then we've just grown the practice over the years. I brought in my first associate who I went to school with, um, just almost shy of a year into practice and then ended up getting pregnant, had my first baby, went on maternity leave a little earlier than planned because of preeclampsia and like my practice tanked. It was awful.
0: I oh, came yeah. back, and it
1: was just like, you had an associate at the time, right? I did, but not not you know? yeah he was great. It literally was like i didn't you know, I just didn't know how to manage. I didn't know how to train an associate. I was just kind of like at that point in practice where physically, it was a lot, especially once I you know, was pregnant where I was like, I just need help adjusting. Like, could you just come help me adjust? Cause he was, who was adjusting me. I'd drive to see him. Wow. So it was like a beautiful relationship as far as that went, as far as my maternity leave, but like practice wise, it was coming back with a new baby and just like rebuilding and feeling like that adrenal fatigue and just like that. Oh crap. Like not starting over, but you still feel like I was at this place and now I'm not there anymore. So I learned a lot of lessons in that process. And then I've just grown the practice since. So I had my first, I'll just say real associate, doing it the right way, um, start a few months after I got back and she's been with me for over five years and now she's our senior associate. And then we built the team up. We have two other doctors. So there's four of us in total and built a whole new facility that's just wonderful. We were able to design it. It's 4,800 square feet and just be able to set it up the way that feels really good for us and for our patients. So now, um, yeah, pract- I practice four hours a week until today, because one of my associates is about to have a baby. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm picking up a few more hours for a while, which will be just fine. But yeah, four patient hours a week. So, um, Mondays and Wednesdays for two hours each, and then do a lot of managing my team. And I have three kiddos now. So I had my third baby during the pandemic and we were forced to shut down in Colorado. So it was yeah, just like, Colorado got shut down. You guys were a dramatic mm-hmm. chiropractic state. Oh gosh. Yes, absolutely. It was it was a week after I had my baby. So I came in and I had to, you know, everyone oh on unemployment. So then I'm in a week after like just trying to shift it all around doing the PPP, the EIDL. And I was like, okay, here here's your husband. What's he do? Oh my gosh. He's a chef. He's, he's like the domestic one in our family. So I'm like, I'll, I'll come in and I will do all the paperwork over the laundry. Let's be
0: You real. had me confused yeah. you had me fooled because I thought you had a Kirby. So no, I do not have a Kirby. Oh, everyone nope. needs the Kirby. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, no. So I did all that, but, um, yeah, it was, it was something else. So now here I am. Um, I have been planning on starting Cairo intensive. So I've been, I've been in coaching groups, um, similar to you. And I kind of got out. I don't know, three years ago from like the typical practice management coaching and have joined a high level mastermind outside of chiropractic with, um, other business owners. So other business owners kind of around that, um, I guess you'd say like million dollar under $10 million in gross revenue though. Um, and it's just expanded my practice, expanded my mindset, and has really shifted the way that I lead my team and have created systems within the practice. And have just started to had chiropractors reaching out to me over time asking, like, how are you building a team of doctors? And I'm sure you get that same question, too, because you just don't see it done in our ways in the way that is, like, respecting the doctors on our team. Oh,
0: my God. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you had the same experience at Northwestern, but I feel like... Being an associate was a four letter word. It was like, wait, you're going to do what? You're going to work with someone else. Why would you do that? That's a waste of your money and education. And, um, you know, I've just seen it done well where it's like, well, you can take care of people and then they don't have to worry about the PPP loan and all right. of that stuff. Like it can be done okay, so. 100%,
1: yeah, absolutely. Okay. yeah. So
0: with your 2020 and, you know, kind of talking about like you had a baby and dealing with all this, where where's the practice at as far as like, are you guys, you know, in Colorado? Like, are you just recovering? Are you doing better than last year? Like, what, how are you even starting to wrap your brain around 2021? Because, okay, I'll, I'm just going to keep asking the question. I listened to a damn Rachel Hollis podcast the other day, and I was so annoyed by her way of asking questions where I'm just like, God damn it. That's how I ask questions. Where it's like, <laughs> like the, the listener is just like, So I think your question is, okay. So my question is, is how are you looking at 2021 and knowing whether your expectations to would should be to just stabilize, like boom, just hold your ground, right. or like no, we're setting new goals. Like, how are you? How are you looking at that as the leader of yeah. your?
1: That's a great question. So we have fully recovered, and surprisingly, are setting records. Just last week, set a record and. That is not, I'm not saying that we haven't, it's not like our trajectory has been upwards ever since I opened. There has been years where it's like one year is just pretty much matching the year prior. So it has been phenomenal. And I think a lot of it has to do with our real estate, I would say on the internet. So when COVID happened and all everyone's marketing shifted, we already were part of like the lifestyle community on Instagram and top of Google and just kind of now when people are seeking health resources or chiropractors, we just are the natural resource for our community and it's a very competitive community. So all of a sudden, and we've had systems set up like as far as online booking and things like that, that we didn't have years ago mm-hmm. where now we are so freaking busy. And I'm really not saying that to be like, we're crushing it. This year. <laughs> it's like blowing my mind. Cause I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't know how, honestly, except that a lot of this stuff was in place before COVID and it's working in our advantage now when other types of marketing we were doing before, we, we just have no alternative except to just be virtual in a lot of ways. And so I'm actually, I just talked to another doctor and we're gonna be bringing in a fifth doctor, but my goal was to be able to have two other, well, one other location by this fall. And so to answer your question, I don't know. I, it's the first time I've been like nervous about the election in how it could affect the business here. I will say in Colorado, because never did I think my business could be shut down, my brick and mortar practice could be shut down by the governor. You know, like none none of us would have ever thought that. Mm-hmm. And so,
0: I don't I, think it'll happen a second time. I think gosh. it happened so quick. I just I think it happened so quickly that so many of us were like, okay, yep, I. But like, I think too many of us were like, wait a minute, what the what? -uh." Like, I see so many small business owners around us. So we got to stay open in Wisconsin. Um, A lot of small business owners that I see were deemed non-essential and had to close. And I see them in practice and they're just got this like, oh, come and get me. Like try and like they're like figuring out their civil rights. Like so, I don't know. I'm just gonna place a bet that like I don't think they're gonna shut down businesses again because I think people will be like, hmm, yeah. What I hope so.
1: Yeah, I hope so. But I think, I think so within the practice itself, if I'm just staying in this one practice, um, we're just looking to scale and create this into a training center to be able to, once we feel more stable in like the market, I guess you could say, then I'll be investing in real estate moving forward. So I always use fourth quarter regardless of COVID to just prep for the next year. So that's where I am getting obviously the marketing calendar together, all of the projections and numbers and looking at areas that we need training and kind of the next step in scaling and what I want my lifestyle to look fo- like for the following year. So that by the time January hits, it's just like, let's execute on everything that we already planned. And we can chill a little bit more instead of it always being like, okay, what are we going to do now for February or six weeks out where you're just always in that cycle? Cause that's like the casual way I used to always run my business, which was fun. And Somehow ended up working in our favor usually, but now I'm like, no, I need to actually like be intentional with family vacations throughout the year and prioritize that over a marketing calendar and make everything else for the business kind of work around that.
0: I really love that you incorporated like, what's the lifestyle I want my family Uh to have in 2021? Like, I don't know that I've ever kind of blended those. I've kind of like mashed my family lifestyle into the cracks that my business has left behind.
1: Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, it still works, you know, it still works for you. And-
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, I, think, <laughs> I think what you're doing is is more organized. I don't think anybody who listens to the show regularly is like, Oh yeah, Lauren's totally got her shit together. You got it all
1: together. Yeah.
0: totally. <laughs> In my own way. Um, so you mentioned that you were a part of like a high level, yeah. um, Did you call it a a mastermind?
1: Yeah. Yep. So it was actually a mastermind. Yep.
0: But they were non-chiropractors. Did you say like, okay, so how important do you feel it is specifically as a chiropractor? So let's say that you're a chiropractor and you're like, yeah, girl, I'm killing it. How important do you think it is for those people to surround themselves with people at their level or even slightly above to push you and hold you accountable?
1: I think it's so important um, because it's easy to become, especially if you're someone like Enneagram threes or someone who's like an achiever, always reaching for the next thing. Um, looking for you know pursuing betterment, I think then it's very important to be around other kind of similar level players. You know, like if you're in the professional leagues, like you want to be practicing with other. I'm pretending to know something about sports. I really know nothing, but you know what I mean. Like,
0: <laughs> what well, you could have pulled me, me for know. another thirty minutes. So
1: don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like it's it's definitely important, and I think honestly, being with other business owners at even a higher level can just change your paradigm too and help you to see possibilities but also have you have people surrounding you who are cheerleading and supporting you and not like naysayers where sometimes you can get in such a mixed group especially within chiropractic where you have such a variety of doctors around you which is beautiful like a beautiful melting pot but at the same time you can be like well I know that you know this is possible but I really am not going to share that with anyone else because I might feel ashamed for success, or I might feel like I wouldn't have that support anyways, or I'm just going to have like, honestly, what's kept me quiet in chiropractic a lot and kind of like doing my thing in my community and building my team of doctors and creating that culture here is within chiropractic groups. I've always felt like, if I speak up or I say, oh, this worked really well or suggest something, it's like a million DMs on like, well, where'd you order that? And how can can you send me the script for that? And can I pick your brain and can I get on a call? And it's just like, I just want to be around like big thinkers, expanders, people who are gonna fill me up and be like, you know, that sounds that's that's reaching for a lot, but you got it. Like we believe in you. And so it's just that support that comes without judgment that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I,
0: I'm trying to remember, I haven't looked at these stats recently. So if you know better numbers, let me know, but it was something like the average chiropractor makes like, what is it? Like $86,000 a year? Or is it less than that?
1: I think it's less than that. I know. It, it's I think not-
0: it's $67,000 a year and they see in Wisconsin, they see an average of 86 people a week. I think that's where I get the like 67 and the 86. And so one of the most powerful things you said so far that was like, whoa, I can see how that shaped your story was going to a clinic that saw 2,600 people a week. Um, there, there's a coach within chiropractic that I'm not going to name because mm, uh, I've never coached with him before. But some of my friends have, and he's very like he's got a lot, he's got a lot of flaws. But he has said some really cool things about like expanding or your, your thought process, and like he's talked, um, really promoted like a patient appreciation day, and where you just like see 300 people for free. 500 people in a day for free, and it's just like what? And his logic behind it is um, that it's not necessarily for you; it's for you and your team. That you would walk away from that day. Let's say you saw 400 people that day, and you're just it, it was a shit show, and you go, "Wow, that was crazy. I don't want that to be my everyday." But I could see how like 150 a day would be like a walk in the park. And it's that expansion of your mind that when you see it, it's like the four minute mile that like it wasn't broken forever. And then as soon as it was broken, three people broke it within like the next two years. And it's like, and so I can see this thing where it's like, I think we get as chiropractors, capped out by mediocrity.
1: A hundred percent. And I think it it happens often, like if it's a mindset thing, it's happening from other chiropractors. Does that make sense? Sometimes it happens from those who have gone before us, mentors, just belief systems we've taken on from maybe practices we were in before or prior. And it's, yeah, it's when you can see outside of what you've already done and you don't fall for that that complacency or that mediocrity or just that you see so many chiropractors just continue to hit that cap, you know whether it's like a volume cap or whatever it might be. Um, how do you surpass that? Like how do you get past that? And what needs to change to get there? And for me, a lot of times it wasn't like I said. There were years that we were, we were always doing well. Thankfully we had no choice, but to do well, honestly, like I had no fallback plan ever. I didn't have a family with any, any money. I have a family that I pay and support, um, outside of my little family. So for me, it was like, we just always had to be able to do well, but there was many years where it was like, this is great. Like this feels when I've been having babies, I'm like, I'm happy where things are at, but then there's shifts that happen. And sometimes for me, it's been who I've been around where I've just wanted more. Never did I think I'd start intensive. Like I was saying, I never felt like I... I'm not a coach. I don't consider myself a coach. Chirointensive is not about coaching. It's not me getting up and saying like, here's what I do and this is how you need to do it. Not that that's how how coaching looks either, but it's more about facilitation of the brilliance that's in a room of chiropractors and a room of chiropractors that supports each other, feels safe. We sign NDAs in it um, so that you really can be vulnerable and break down some walls or barriers and Build some, you know, strength and confidence back up too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, how would a knock a doc a, knock, a doc know if they're ready to scale? Like, if they're you're talking about, you know, like the Cairo Intensive and this mastermind of docs that are coming together to in Q4 to really look at 2021 and create this kind of next level situation for themselves, how, how would a doc know if they're ready personally and professionally for that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think some of it, like the first thing is going to be like, you're innate, you know, I think sometimes you have to check in with yourself and your intuition and see like, is that something where you feel that burning desire? Cause kind of like we talked about associate versus opening. I see all of that sort of stuff. It's like, is this, something that you're thinking you need to do because you hear other people doing it. Like you hear other people building their team of doctors. So you think you need to do that because that's the next step. And you just have to keep heading through that journey or that trajectory. Or is, you know, are you happy where you're at? Because sometimes like a boutique practice or just like I said, when I was having babies, it was just nice to have my chill schedule and still, you know, feel safe in a lot of ways financially. And whatnot. So I think if you feel that burning desire, following it is important and knowing like that inside of you, you probably are ready to um, do whatever it takes to scale and to grow your practice. But then um, I would say from if we are looking for more direct as to like, what level should you be at in different ways? The doctors who are in intensive are looking to bring on another doctor. Some of them already have doctor um, associates within their practice. Some of them have multiple practices, but then there's a large group that is ready to bring on their first associate within the next six to 12 months. And they have looked at what they're, they've all recovered from COVID, I'll say. And they're at this place physically where they just, Desire to have help, but also desire to have um, not someone doing it for them, but just a team and another doctor energetically to have within their office for themselves, too. So, I you know that's not like the most straightforward answer because there's I don't want to give numbers in specific ways because everyone's practice looks differently, but chirointensive intensive is really the business aspect behind it. We have doctors with different specialties and different ways of running their practices, and so it's not that's not what it's about. It's just like, how do we have the correct systems in place, the correct contracts and training schedules and accountability within that too, to build you into a leader and a CEO, if that's where you desire to be, because those are the next shoes to step into. Are you willing to, um, kind of have, I mean, you know what it's like when you have multiple team members, like you, they're, you're in charge of their livelihood too. Really, it's, it's not it's fun. It I mean, no pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. Pandemic, no big deal. It's fine. <laughs> I know. it's Just like the roller coaster of entrepreneurship, too. Yeah. Okay, so you've
0: mentioned Cairo intensive a yes. couple times. Right. What? What? What is it? What are you? What is this?
1: Okay, um, so it is a fourth quarter. So it's ninety day business and mastermind mentorship. And so what it is, is we walk through modules and we have group accountability with cohorts of eight doctors. The doctors are um, called, I guess we've facilitated or chosen who's in each cohort based off of similar sizes or levels of practice. And it's, We aren't, I want to say we aren't allowing like startup clinics or exit strategy clinics, but we are making sure that we are discussing how to make your practice saleable too. And so what we do is we have a curriculum where we walk through leadership, wealth building. We talk about paying off student loans. which I was, I did without the help of a spouse um, or family members. So that's something that I feel really proud to be able to help other doctors with too, but also at the same time, simultaneously building your retirement and then talking about other investments as well. So I'm bringing in experts on that. And then we get into marketing too. So we have a live event in December, December 4th and 5th, where we do roundtable, full on masterminding. So it's not like a chiropractic conference, it is where you are working and you are um, strategizing with your group, but getting work done. So you're ready to go in 2021. So we have that high level of accountability and a full curriculum of systems, how to hire an associate, what all of that looks like. So we provide all of the, the actual templates and have homework with that, where you take all of the templates or the contracts or whatever it might be, the training schedules and have that accountability to design it and make it branded and all into yours for your clinic.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing.
1: Um, Okay, so I'm assuming everything you just
0: said, because I'm not an audible learner, is in written format somewhere. (laughs) You're like, wow, it sounded amazing. I can't repeat anything you just said. Where would someone find more information about it? And when do the doors, the doors close quickly? Yes,
1: yes. So enrollment ends on September 9th.
0: -hmm. And
1: listening to this after, sorry,
0: market for next year.
1: Next year, we're on again. Yes. And that's a conversation I've been having with doctors too about whether this is a time or if we need some doctors are homeschooling their kids and you know, there's a lot going on. And this is like an intensive, it -hmm. is definitely a commitment in in time too, to be able to hold yourself accountable and your group will be holding you accountable as well. Um, So, it is, it starts on September 14th, but enrollment closes on September 9th, and you can find information on it on my Instagram at dr.elise.rigney, and my link is in the bio with all the information. It shows the full curriculum, and then we'll hop on a call, and um, anyone who has heard about this from She Slays, let us know. There will be a drop-down area to let us know that because we will be also giving you a free mini training on KPIs and KPI meetings with your team. So this is something that you can use um, with each individual team member in your office. That's a great way to motivate them, but also have them take ownership in the practice and responsibility over certain stats in your practice. So I will show you how we do that, and it's quick and easy way to motivate your team and, um, just kind of build the energy up in your practice as well.
0: Elise, this sounds really amazing.
1: I'm I'm so proud of you. You're so amazing. I'm so excited. I'm just really excited to be around all these doctors too. Yeah. It's beautiful because it's bringing people from all different coaching groups. So we've got people from, I won't even list them all, but all the different <laughs> coaching groups. I won't go into that because I'll forget someone. Oh my and, God. But, Did you
0: uh, see but it's, IG live, like from a week ago, somebody asked me, like, who do you recommend for practice management groups and who do you not recommend? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not touching that shit with a 10 foot
1: pole. No, I don't know. Okay. If you know. I mean, no, that's how I feel too. But it's just nice because, you know, some people feel so tied to their practice management. And this is an opportunity of like, this isn't coaching, this is business, and this is 90 days. And you're just going to scale and grow your practice from this intensive and there's no commitment afterwards. So it's kind of nice. There's a light at the end of the tunnel.
0: There's a light. Yeah. 2021's the light. So
1: Oh Lord, I yes. Oh.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for being willing to be awkward and have a conversation recorded instead of like I'm just the worst friend now. Anybody who's friends with me and has conversations is going to be like, "Are you going to share this on your podcast?" And I'd be like, "I might." I'm sorry.
1: I'm radio show hosts I listen to, I'm always like, "Those poor people in their life." Like. You don't do anything embarrassing in front of Lauren. because <laughs> Okay, but
0: one thing I vowed a long time ago was to not, like, use my Instagram. Like, I was talking to a friend the other day and, like, anything to shame that person because I've had that situation happen to me before where I was, uh-huh. like, talking to someone and then, like, all of a sudden on their Instagram, they're like, I was talking to another and I'm like, that was me. You're <laughs> getting my words
1: off. <laughs> oh well that's good don't vow to never never (laughs) will do that
0: (laughs) oh all right thank you so so much okay she slayers you do not have much time Um, September 9th reach out uh, go find her on Instagram it's her link in bio Uh, this Q4 like if this conversation resonated with you and it like stirred up something in your innate that you're like yeah yeah, I'm, I'm ready to take this jump. Do it like follow through, have the conversation. At least it sounds like you're giving people a really good stiff arm, which I appreciate a good stiff arm, like a good Heisman, like you're not ready maybe next year. So like, if you're even on the fence as like, well, maybe it sounds like girlfriend ain't going to let you into the group unless she oh. knows you're
1: ready. Yeah, a little bouncer action
0: happening there. Yeah, no interest in wasting your time or money. Totally. So, reach out to Dr. Elise. Thank you so so much for being thank you on. for having
1: me, and thank you for everything you do for women in chiropractic and just chiropractic chiropractors.
0: Yep, I'll figure out what that TOR stands for again one one day. Do you know? <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> do, do you know
0: chiropractor
1: Well, no, tick is teaching innate chiropractic. Yes. Yes. But tour, I'm not even sure. Let's hope no one is going to call us out on this.
0: Oh, somebody will teach us. I will like
1: 20
0: or 30 episodes ago. Kirby called me out on not knowing what chiropractic and chiropractic stood for. And then, like, I had like 40 people message and I was like, oh, good. <laughs> thank you. And then I forget. Good. So. <laughs> <Nah>. Whatever. <laughs> Love you so much, girl. She Slayers, we'll have another episode dropping on Sunday as normal. Thank you so much for joining us for this little mini intro love session between two female chiropractors just like empowering each other and trying to empower you. So see you in a couple days, everyone. Bye, She Slayers.